This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 22nd of July. In your Squiz today, Russia's new direction in Ukraine, violence Mars Papua New Guinea's elections, the BBC apologises, and something spicy for your weekend. This is your Squiz today. Remarks from Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov have given the clearest indication yet that Russia may seek more territory in Ukraine, despite their professed initial focus just on the eastern regions. He says the geography is different now and that the supply of weapons from Western nations to Ukraine poses a threat to Russia. It's been five months since they first invaded Claire with those claims of liberating the Donbass region. Yes, that's what they said at the time, but also one of their key aims uh, was to take the capital, Kyiv. What you might remember were those really big convoys trying to get to Kyiv and they weren't successful. So that refocus on the eastern region uh, has been something that they have talked about as being the key priority. But there's a lot of that part of the country that's now been claimed by Russia. And what Lavrov said yesterday uh, was that with Ukraine in control, of some very big, powerful and long-range weapons that they do need to have the focus on pushing further into Ukraine. Comments from the director of the CIA also put a focus on Putin's intentions. He says that Putin is convinced that his destiny as Russia's leader is to restore Russia as a great power. If we look at where things are at right now, Russia occupies about a fifth of Ukraine and they continue to strike residential areas of cities as well as infrastructure targets. Yeah, almost every day for the last couple of weeks, there's been stories coming through of apartment buildings being hit and also key pieces of infrastructure like bridges and manufacturing plants uh, and the loss of Ukrainian lives uh, as that has gone down. The war in Ukraine has come at a significant cost to Russia, According to that CIA director, William Burns, he says that their intelligence says that around 15,000 Russian soldiers have been killed and around 45,000 have been wounded. Uh, What Burns said is that Ukrainians have also, of course, suffered as well, uh, but probably not to that extent that Russia has had that loss of lives. Ukraine's First Lady Elena Zelenska addressed the US Congress yesterday. She became the first wife of a foreign leader to do that. She spoke about the increasingly dire security, economic and humanitarian conditions there in Ukraine, saying Russia is destroying our people. To Papua New Guinea now, polling today will close in the national elections. Voting has been a two-week staggered process marked by violence and unrest, Claire. Yeah, voting in Papua New Guinea is a difficult thing to execute. Of course, it is such an interesting country, but there's also some very remote parts, so they have to take some time to try and get around everyone. Uh, When you look at what happened last year, around 200 people died in that poll. It comes down to people dying in accidents as they travel to and from campaign events, but also violent clashes between warring tribes. An election does seem to bring some of those simmering tensions 
donations to the four. Uh, What they have said this time around, it's estimated that more than 30 people have died during the campaign. There's also been lots of frustrations around voting delays. Uh, There were a million voters who were missing from the electoral roll. Uh, Also allegations of ballot box fixing and vote buying. Uh, Australia has actually sent troops there to assist with the process. Uh, They've been trying to keep the peace. Uh, Also, electoral officials have been overseeing things. As for the result, the two most likely candidates to come out on top are the current PM, James Marape, or former Prime Minister Peter O'Neill. Our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, is expected to visit the country soon after the new government is formed. In the UK, the BBC has agreed to pay substantial damages to former royal nanny Tiggy Leg Burke. She was nanny to Prince William and Harry. This has come about due to the probe into the bombshell interview that journalist Martin Bashir did with Princess Diana on the show Panorama. It's the one where she famously said there were three in her marriage. The fallout after a probe into exactly how Martin Bashir, the journalist there, was able to get that interview with Diana continues. There have been several lawsuits and millions of dollars paid out in legal fees and also damages. So this settlement with Tiggy Legberg is the latest in that. What happened late yesterday was that the BBC accepted that it had caused her serious personal consequences because Bashir told Diana that the nanny and Prince Charles had had an affair and that it had resulted in a pregnancy which was aborted. It was one of the levers that Bashir used to try and get Diana across the line. And of course, there was significant fallout from that interview. Her lawyer says that she's relieved that the BBC accepts that the allegations are completely untrue and without any foundation whatsoever. The BBC have said that they'll never show the program again and they won't be licensing it in whole or part to any other broadcasters. Cost of living pressures are becoming a pretty regular topic of conversation. Don't even want to think about what a capsicum is worth at the moment. But it is going to hit home again, Claire, because a price hike is coming for our morning lattes. Look, I was willing to put up with fruit and vegetable prices going up and even (laughs) petrol prices. But now that the inflation gods are coming for coffee, I'm feeling really particularly put out about it. (laughs) Um, It was last week that Coles and Woolworths confirmed that there's price increases to their own brand milk and what cafe owners are saying that they're looking at uh, following that supply chain down the line and passing on the cost to consumers of the range of 50 to 80 cents a cup. Uh, I think I'll be cracking the $5 mark Ooh. on my morning coffee soon. That's going to that's gonna hurt. Still going to do it though. <laughs> Wouldn't say no. <laughs> no. The Tour de France will wrap up in the early hours of Monday morning. The Peloton have been riding for three weeks in some pretty gruelling conditions, Claire, with the heat wave that's going on right now. Can you imagine being in Lycra pedalling as mad as they do with that heat wave? When you look at that part of the world, they've been having those 40-degree days. Um, The guys are so very fit, but one of the hottest ticket items on the tour has been inflatable ice (laughs) baths, and you can absolutely understand that. Uh, What officials have had to do as well is deploy uh, water onto the roads to try and stop those tyres from melting. Melting tyres, that is just insane to think about. Dane Jonas Vingegor is the favourite to win this year's tour. A quick message now from our podcast partner, 
BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. Friday lights, Claire. We've moved from savoury to sweets to condiments. A recipe for chilli oil on the go for you this weekend. I had dinner a couple of weeks ago at a mate's place and it was just a really simple bit of grilled salmon and some roast veggies. It was really nice, but what really made it quite lovely was some chilli oil that they just bought at the local market. Uh, so I've made my own. I found a recipe from Nigella's website. Um, it's really great. And what it suggests is that you can make it for gifts as well. And I mm. totally get it. It's an easy thing to make and put away. Uh, it gets a little bit better and a little bit tastier with age. But, yeah, have a think about it. Really makes just an ordinary meal pretty good. Good one to bookmark perhaps for when Christmas is coming back up. Also in Friday Lights this week, you've put the show Minx back on my radar. It's on Stan and stars Jake Johnson from New Girl. Half an hour episodes. That's our sweet spot, isn't it, Claire? Absolutely. Got to get under that half hour mark and (laughs) that's a really good thing to do after work. It's a bit spicy too, Uh, with a bit of full frontal male nudity, but... uh, There's a fair bit of that. Just beware. (laughs) That's our content warning for you. As always, find all of Friday Lights, the recommendations for the things we're cooking, watching, listening or loving in the Squiz Today newsletter. Squiz the day or across the weekend, Claire, what are you taking note of? Caroline Kennedy is America's new ambassador to Australia. She is arriving today. Australia hasn't had an ambassador from the US for quite a long time. And Kennedy was the ambassador to Japan. She's also an attorney and she's an author. Uh, She, of course, is the daughter of JFK and Jacqueline Kennedy. Bit of American royalty landing on our shores. Uh, For me today, it's National Pyjama Day. Doesn't really line up with my plans to head into the office today. (laughs) So I might mark International Self-Care Day on Sunday instead. That's all from us this week. Have a great weekend and we will be back with you on Monday.